Hello and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. And here in Virtual Legality, we don't just limit ourselves solely to conversations on the technicalities of terms of use or lawsuits and federal complaints. No, instead, we also like to talk about business and communications. And there has been maybe no better company to talk about communications or the lack thereof than Bungie as they proceed to slice and dice their Destiny project and monetize it in every possible way that you can think of. So without further ado, let's talk about the big internet Destiny crisis of the day, the Witch Queen and Dungeon Pricing. I've used the screenshot on your screen particularly to note this kind of pre-order now concept, this call to action that you should give Bungie money right now because I think it's a part of this story. Now, if you've been following with us in virtual legality for a little while, you know we actually just talked about Destiny last week when we were talking about the fact that Bungie had actually taken the move, the step, to eliminate content that was purchased separately from Destiny 2 by announcing that they would be getting rid of the Forsaken expansion when the Witch Queen launches. And I had a number of things to say about that from the legal perspective, noting that the terms of service that Destiny asks you to enter into when you play it basically allows Bungie to take away whatever they want whenever they want it. A number of people came to my comments and said, hey, aren't you for freedom of contract? Shouldn't this be allowed, et cetera, et cetera? And I say, well, yes. I think that if you want to enter into what I think is a bad business model or a bad contract, you should be allowed to do so. Bungie should be allowed to sell it to you. And if you are thrilled and having fun in Destiny with the rules that Bungie puts out there, then more power to you. I'm talking about business models, not your ability to enter into business models that I wouldn't myself enter into, which leads us to that internet crisis of the day. So, we're going to read it. We're going to talk about it, but it's going to be a little bit unclear, especially if you aren't familiar with Destiny. I'm going to try to bring you up to speed after we discuss the comment, but I want to get it out there as the foundation of this video and this discussion. So this is from a community manager at Bungie called Cosmo23 in a Reddit thread just about a day ago now. You can see already the Reddit upvote downvote percentage is negative 2100. So this isn't doing very well in the Destiny community. It says, hey, everyone. We've seen some debate around the new dungeon content and wanted to clarify how it will be delivered next year. If you get the digital deluxe edition of the Witch Queen, you will receive the expansion, all four seasons for the next year, and the two dungeons. If you get the standard edition, you can still upgrade to the deluxe edition to get the dungeons later. We will also be offering a separate way for you to purchase the dungeons in the future, but... They will not be included in the season passes, and we will share more info on this closer to when this content is set to go live. Now, if that was indecipherable to you, I don't blame you. And that indecipherability is a part of this story. If you don't play Destiny right now, this kind of wall, this gating of content that is almost indecipherable to me, who's looked at Destiny and how they sell their content for a long, long time now, is a block for bringing new people into the fold, which is something that current players are interested in. You want to have a live services game that is robust, that is vibrant, that has people continuing to join the fray, and this sets up a block. How do you explain this to someone? Maybe you point them to this video when I'm done. But other than that, this becomes a problem in actually selling the product. And in order to understand why, we need to break things down a little bit. So Cosmo on the Reddit thread talks about a couple of things. First, the expansion. That's the Witch Queen itself. 
If we scroll down here, you can see in the standard edition, you get an expansion to Destiny 2 called the Witch Queen that has a new campaign. It has some new features. It has a new raid. It's what you would expect from one of these things. And if we can go look at the pricing, we see that that's $40, which is pretty much how Bungie has priced these things out. Your mileage may vary on whether that alone is worth it to you, but that's pretty normal. However, like everywhere in the video game space, you can give the company more money and if you decide to do so, you'll get a deluxe edition. Now, you also heard reference to seasons with respect to Destiny. The easiest way to explain seasons is to think about them as a battle pass. For a set number of weeks, I think a couple of months usually, you will have a set of things that you can earn by playing the game in season 16, 17, 18, and 19. And that's designed to represent a year. They're designed to be about a quarter long. And so if you want, you can pay all of that in advance. You can, instead of giving them $40, you can give them $80, doubling your price, but getting this deluxe edition, which says it includes those access to the four seasons and bullet point two dungeons to be released in year five, this calendar year that's going to follow the Witch Queen's release. It also suggests that those things go together. Why? Because if you actually have followed the progression of Destiny 2, then dungeons have been given, quote unquote, for free as part of being up to date with the Destiny experience. If you're not familiar with the entire concept of dungeons, I can't blame you either. I've pulled up a gamer article to discuss them with you. It says Destiny 2's dungeons offer the mechanical complexity of a raid, which is a six-person concept, in a much more manageable three-person environment. Unlike raids, determined and skilled players can attempt to solo these missions requiring a degree of mastery that no other PvE activity demands, excluding solo Grandmaster Nightfalls. Just more words to put in your Destiny stew. But suffice it to say, dungeons, very, very popular, very much more approachable for folks that can't bring six people together, but instead can bring three people together. And throughout the history of Destiny, three of them have been released as part of being up to date with the expansions and seasons in the Destiny 2 environment. In fact, Prophecy, the name of one of these dungeons, is what gives the picture to the thumbnail of this video. But remembering what Cosmo told us, dungeons are not going to be included in the season pass. That's despite the notion of what a regular consumer of a video game might think of as a season pass. If we go to the Wikipedia entry here, you see they define a season pass as a form of video game monetization in which consumers purchase a discounted package for current and future downloaded content packs for a video game atop its base cost. They may or may not be discounted, so Wikipedia goes a little bit too far there. But you'll note here in the last sentence of this preamble an important point. They say season passes can be controversial because the contents of a season pass are not fully itemized beforehand. That's just true. We have no idea what those seasons look like. Or may not contain all planned DLC with some instances of season passes being called scams by the gaming press. So understand what's happening here. They are saying that they have DLC that's going to come out during these seasons and they're not going to be included in those season passes. Now they might make that obvious at the time these seasons are sold. It's a little bit unclear, but certainly just from the outside looking in, if you aren't reading the Destiny the Game Reddit and you didn't see this particular post, or you didn't read the articles about it that happened when this post went out there, if you're just thinking, hey, I'm going to buy the Witch Queen, I'm going to spend 40 bucks, I don't know whether I'm going to have 80 bucks, I'm just going to go and buy seasons when I want to, and they'll come with whatever they come with, presumably the dungeons that relate to those specific seasons. They said, uh-uh, no, 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 
even if you've bought seasons 16, 17, and 18, we'd still like more money when these dungeons are released. It becomes almost impossible to keep track of, and worse, from my perspective, who has talked about business models and video games, and I just recently talked about a game that released and had an embargo on its review date until the actual release date, but nevertheless was using things like these pre-order instant unlocks to incentivize you to give them money, you've got these pressure points in this business model that says, you just need to trust us. If you trust us, you're gonna get a benefit of dungeons, the things that are some of the most popular content in our game. And if you don't trust us, we're gonna charge you for your lack of faith. And that's what Bungie goes and says to its populace. So it's doing a couple of things here. It's confusing everything. It's making it more difficult to bring more people into the flow of the game. It's very hard to explain. And it's charging people effectively for what they hope will be good content for not believing in a company that is also at present vaulting stuff you've previously purchased. So in a stew of negative controversy at Bungie, they're asking you to trust them, pay them extra, or else be forced to pay them extra when this stuff comes out. And this was responded to about as well as you can imagine. For an example, let's take a look at Dextero. I know you love it when I give these pronunciations to these websites, but they talk about this. They say, when it comes to PVE and Destiny 2, dungeons are among not just the most popular activities, but the most important. These highly polished and extremely difficult challenges, often looked at as bite-sized raids, offer some of the most significant experiences in all of Destiny. Up until now, so long as you owned the latest expansion, you had access to the latest dungeon. The trend started with the Shattered Throne during Forsaken's time in the spotlight, then continued with both the Pit of Heresy and Prophecy during Shadowkeep. You gotta love these names, right? Moving forward, however, all future dungeons from the Witch Queen onwards are set to be locked behind new paywalls, either giving Bungie all of that money in advance or charging separately for that specific content. And they then go on to summarize the Reddit thread we just talked about. And you can see they capture some of the Redditors here as well. This is an absolutely terrible way to monetize content. New lights are bombarded with so many different additions. Deluxe packs, seasons, and anniversary packs just trying to understand for a new player, how to get all the content is an absolute mess, and so on and so on. With unanimous disdain for the change, we'll have to wait and see if Bungie reverts its choice in a future update. We'll be hearing more on these new paywalls closer to when the content is set to go live. But that is kind of evidence of what I'm talking about. That makes sense from a business perspective. We don't know what we're going to charge for these things. We don't know whether they will be $5, whether they will be 10, 15, 20. We have no idea what we're gonna charge for dungeons. We're gonna play it by ear. We're gonna use our algorithms and our aggregate data to figure out how we can make the most money from you all at the time. But for now, you can bet that the dungeons will be good, that we will deliver them, that the price will be something that is useful for you to have made this bet early on and good luck to you. Or as the Redditors say here, directly in response to that thread, this is straight up scum. Don't worry, guys. Eververse will fund events and such. And that's an important bet. So Bungie brings in the Eververse, right? This has been an ongoing problem for Bungie and Destiny. They were selling things in a box. They took that away. They added microtransactions. That's the Eververse in Destiny parlance. They said, well, this is going to help us fund operations of the game. Very similar to how they're justifying their vaulting. This is going to help us patch things. This is going to make it better 
for you. And then you layer on, you layer on, you layer on, you layer on. Now we're going to charge for seasons. Now we're going to charge separately for dungeons. You keep separating what it is that you're selling. And I don't blame anybody who's invested in this game, which by the way, I've played for hundreds of hours from thinking that this is a bad step. I sincerely hope this backfires horribly. Breaking the game down into increasingly small purchases really ain't it. One of my favorites, well, how long do you think the dungeons will be in the game before that content is removed, right? If you sell us those dungeons separately, how is that different from selling us Forsaken separately? And by the way, you're now in the business of taking stuff away that we have paid for. And as you've seen in virtual legality, you have a terms of service document that says, eh, we can take it away. You don't have any rights against us. You should know that going in. And I'm very much in favor of transparency on that point because Bungie has evidence that they are going to continue to do this. Now, there aren't the only things that Bungie has had a problem with. One of the people that has really brought these issues to the fore is a gentleman by the name of Paul Tassie over at Forbes. You don't have to like his writing. I tend to like what he's doing. Certainly, he is one of the folks that is most prominent in talking about Destiny issues and live service games issues. He clearly has a love of the genre. He's playing all these games all the time. And he said, in just April of this year, I'm not paying for a transmog time gate. Destiny had put in the ability to transmogrify your armor sets to look like you want to look, then put a cap on it, and then said, hey, if you want to skip that cap, you can always pay money. Or as Mr. Tassie says here, given that most seasons introduce around two armor sets on average, it essentially means you can never catch up and it will take you something like 15 years worth of seasons to grind out just the current sets of armor in the game unless you pay to skip all that and dodge the cap by shelling out for silver. So Destiny, in this year alone, vaulting issues, transmog issues, charging issues, now dungeon issues. And Mr. Tassie, of course, talked about this today. It's paywalled as a more recent article. I will link it because I think it's very interesting. And I will include here the quote that he put in. Destiny cannot afford to break itself down into any more disparate pieces. It's a bad look and only adds to the confusion that has been building with the current model for a long time now. They need to create a more coherent content system, not a more confusing one. And that's all they're doing here, even if on its face, the solution, get the deluxe edition, doesn't actually cost more than what players would normally pay. And there I have a small disagreement with Mr. Tassie. He's right in terms of monetary amount. 40, 80, they're saying you can upgrade to the deluxe, you can pay them another 40 at a later time. But if you're unwilling to commit to that at that point in time, the dungeons still cost extra. So you might be able to wait out a season, possibly, but once you want to get into that season, you can't buy just the season. You have to buy all four, regardless of whether or not they're out or not, in order to get those dungeons for quote-unquote free. Otherwise, you're at their whim. Now, in terms of communication, I would say that Bungie screwed up here, right? One of the things that I would offer is that it would be worthwhile to acknowledge what Dextero, and I know I'm getting that name wrong, so I apologize in advance, said up front, said, hey, these things used to come for free or at least with the expansion that you purchased. Bungie would be wise to acknowledge that and to at least start to put a pretty face on it in some respect. Hey, say, well, we know they used to come as part of the expansions, but we have found that we're spending a lot of time and effort on them, and we want these next three dungeons, what have you, to be the biggest ever, to be the most successful, and that's going to take even more effort above and beyond what we're otherwise charging for the season passes. Now, you can ask the question, look, why aren't you just charging for the season passes more money to incorporate when those dungeons would be? 
I doubt they have a very good answer for that other than the fact that their bean counters, their accountants, their financial folks love to get money early and love to get money early when they've also put in their terms, hey, you don't know what you're going to get in these seasons. So if they just seem like they have a little less content, they're a little less satisfying. Well, sorry, maybe you won't buy it the next time, but we'll worry about that when we're trying to sell that next set of seasons. So at the end of the day, I look at this as a model that has the very same problems as pre-order bonuses, asking you to commit to something before you know what it is. Now with a company that has all sorts of issues in communications, in charging for things, and has in essence offended through its communications or its business model, a big swath of its player base. Now, some of you will come into my comments, tell me, hey, that's just the vocal minority. That very well might be true. I am not in the business of telling you how to feel about the games that you play. If you love it, great, continue to do it. If you think this is worthwhile, if you think $80, no problem. What are you even talking about, Hogue? That is 100% fine. But the more folks that agree with you there, that buy these kinds of things, that accept this kind of parceling out of these types of business models, the more likely you are to see them more often. So make your decisions. Absolutely vote with your wallet. Vote against me. That's fine. Each individual can make their own choices. But I would say that the more you back these kinds of things up, the more you are likely to see them, especially from Bungie, who appears to have only gotten more aggressive after separating from Activision. Or, as I said, in snarky tweet form, if only vaulting, were also sold separately. This has been Virtual Legality for Day. If you enjoy talking about these kinds of things, God knows destiny has been in this space often enough. Please consider supporting the channel. We've got a Patreon to support us. We've got other ways to support the channel listed down below or just subscribing, telling your friends, posting these things on Twitter and forums and Reddit, wherever else you might find yourself. Every single little bit helps get our message out there, get these conversations out there and grow like I know all you Destiny fans want Destiny to grow as well. If you caught this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. And if you listen to it as a podcast, thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you on the very next episode of Virtual Legality. Virtual Legality is a YouTube video series with audio podcast versions presented as commentary and for education and entertainment purposes only. It does not constitute legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you have legal questions about the topics discussed, please consult your own legal counsel.